Hello, Tara and Erica. Welcome to A Little Wiser. Hi, Kimmy. Today we are going to talk about goals on the heels of last week's episode with Rebecca Berger. And she has this incredibly inspirational story of achieving her goals and dreams against pretty unremarkable odds that she would based on becoming a mom at 15 and everything she had been through in really abusive relationships and a traumatic childhood to then go on to get into medical school at UCLA (laughs) become a doctor. I mean, as a single mom of three who had survived all of these abusive relationships. So it is really a story about somebody pursuing this this dream and and achieving it and living a life that was really beyond her wildest dreams for so many years. So as we do in A Little Wiser, we thought, what is a great follow-up conversation to have with our listeners? And Erica, tell us why you chose this big question around goals and what we are going to tackle today. Well, first of all, I want to say that I have a lot of feelings about this topic, but I never assumed that anyone else had big feelings about this topic. So I just kind of threw it out there since you asked for ideas. And both of you were like, (laughs) oh my God, I have so much to say about this. (laughs) So you know it's a good topic when everyone is triggered. I've been thinking about goals for a very long time. And the first time I ever really thought about goals and whether they were a good thing was listening to an episode of The Minimalists podcast. Are you all familiar with The Minimalists? No. Okay. The Minimalists have a wildly popular podcast. It's been around for a very long time. They also have two, I believe, documentaries on Netflix about living with less things, less stress. They both came from corporate world, had big careers, were wildly successful, and then burned out and radically changed their lives. And they wrote this whole piece about goals and that they thought that goals were actually more harmful than helpful sometimes. And it just got me thinking about how we cling so fiercely to goals and our society seems to love this idea of like setting goals and then working hard and achieving those goals as being the thing that gives us self-esteem, self-worth, a feeling of accomplishment. And for me, I've found that I just don't work that way. I do not work that way. First of all, I don't even know how to set a goal. I'm terrible at setting goals. I don't like goals. I I think I try to just lead with intuition and move towards a direction. But um, what about you guys? I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on goals, whoever wants to jump in. I am somewhat indifferent about them, yeah. Uh, I would say the same. I think having goals 
first of all, dreams and goals are two like vastly different things, right? Like I am a dreamer through and through, but having specific goals, I think is the big difference. And I spent years in the health and fitness industry. And that's kind of where like coming out of it, being like so immersed in that industry, coming out of it where I really realized that they can be super detrimental to even just your mental health, mostly because what I found was we get a little bit distracted by what goals are actually feeling right and good to us, like personally versus, oh, everyone else is doing this thing. I feel like I should, that should be a goal of mine to have the six figure business or get in the best shape of my life or do dry January. Even there's just so many of these big, huge goals that if it's not aligned with who you really are and what you really, really want for your life, number one, I think we self-sabotage unintentionally because our like inner rebel comes out and works against it because mm. it's not authentic to who we are. Um, and that's so our interesting. You just mean knows that you that. think we set goals we, and like, then sabotage ourselves? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, because I, I mean, I know personally that I've done it, <laughs> um, yeah. goals that I, I feel like I needed to hit or needed to make in my career just because it was like the next step, but not really truly authentic to what I wanted to be doing or chasing or going after. Um, so, and then I don't, like you get in this cycle of you miss the goal, you don't meet the goal, and then you feel like shit about yourself, and then you don't want to set more goals. So it does become this really vicious cycle, but I do think the most important thing with goals is like actually taking space to think and consider and really figure out what it is that you really want outside of all the distractions and noise of society and our culture and the world. So. I, I I think that's so true that you just said it, that there's like all these prescribed goals that we think, like everyone's like, I need to have a morning routine. I need to, <laughs> you know, like all of these things, like I need to have a mindfulness pride. That makes a lot of sense to me that we would rebel again, like versus what do I authentically, me, this one unique being in the world what is it that I desire? I think that's super interesting, Tara. Yeah, it really goes back to like self-awareness. And I think a lot of us don't sit with ourselves and really like understand ourselves for who we are because we're told from the moment we enter the world who we're supposed to be. So um, yeah, I think it really takes intentionality of just like becoming really, really aware of who you are and what you want. Mm. Kimmy, what has been your journey with goals? Because I imagine that it's changed a lot through the years, given what I know about you and yeah. kind of the the trajectory of your big career and then getting off that, deplaning, getting off that plane of your career and moving into a different direction. What, what has been your experience with goals? I have always been obsessed with goals. I've always had goals. I have always like loved the F out of a star chart. I like making goals. I like measuring goals. I like reaching goals. But I think I understand, especially in reaching really, really 
big goals is that you so often get to the finish line of the accomplishment like making Gleason, the, the film that I worked on, would be an example. That was a very big, ambitious dream. And it was a beautiful dream and it was an impactful film. But it was a huge goal to put a film out into the world and have it be seen around the world and totally. everything that that entailed. And it was like it ended and then you just – I remember almost just like it was – Boom, it was over. And then immediately I was like, what's next? What's next? Right. Yeah. And looking back, that's it was so about getting to the end, the finish line. I mean, it sounds like it, it's not woo-woo because it's true, but like I wish that I would have thought about it as and hey, I like a goal, but I I wish I would have thought about perhaps the process and broken it up for someone who likes goals into like, well, what about the first finish line of coming together with the right team of people? And like, you know, I don't know. I wish I would have honored and celebrated the process versus waiting for this culmination at the end because, mm. um, yeah, I did, that in particular taught me a lot about the pursuit of goals and how we just run, 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 push, 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 and then you're there, and then you – it happens, and then you say, what's next? Right. So for both of you, do you think we need goals? Um, yes. I do think measurable goals are extremely important. And I, I say this because I've also been on the other side to where I've kind of allowed myself to just be in the flow and figure it out as I go and for lack of better words, kind of wing it. But if you don't, if you aren't measuring a goal, then you are just existing. And then a week goes by and a month goes by. And the next thing you know, years go by and you haven't made a ton of progress. For me, I'm a, I I believe there's a place for goals. I think it's for me at least, flipping the language and then the relationship with it. And Tara gave a great example about how society is saying, oh, it's, you know, the washboard abs or it's the morning routine or it's dry January, all of these things that were sort of being prescribed. What is it that I truly want? Where I am right now, the most important thing to me is my relationship with my people, Graham and my three kids. And so – if I want to cultivate more togetherness, like setting a goal of every Sunday we do family dinner and either a like nighttime walk with the dog or a movie, rather than having it be like I want to cultivate more connection <laughs> and quality time with my family in a very busy, full, distracted world. I have this vision of this thing that I know is totally aligned with who I am and what I value most in the world and getting some sort of structure and intention around that. But I think that's a more evolved way than I thought about goals in the past, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, no, that totally. that totally makes sense. I think there's – that structure that you're referring to can look so many different ways. So – for me, I am allergic to the word structure. I can't stand being 
accountable to something every single week. If it's on the calendar, if it's like every Wednesday night we plan date night. Well, if I don't feel like going on a date that night, I am resentful as F that I have to do something like that. And maybe it's the that because I have ADHD and I don't like routine because really goals require routine. And so how can we create forward momentum and movement towards a direction without being so attached to the routine that it takes to get there or the the rigidity it takes to get there? Or do we need that rigidity in order to accomplish anything? I Do you guys have any goals right now? Yes, I have a million, but I also <laughs> – that, that speaks towards <laughs> – what I've found that feels good to me is number one, you can't do everything all at once. And I had, I, it is in my personality to when I feel like I am in the space where I can be my best self, where I'm thriving, where I like feel like I'm in the zone of Tara. <laughs> um, I want to improve it all. So, like, I'll write out, you know, do this with my career get in the best shape, spend more time with the people that I love. I'm like going full speed ahead. And then you burn out and it's not attainable because I do believe in life. You can have everything that you want. I just don't believe you can have it all at once. So what I found that works for me, and I can't take credit for this, it's a Mel Robbins thing. It's setting a low and high. So like uh, I want to walk I want to walk more, so I'm going to walk four to six days a week or three to five days a week. You win either way. You win if you walk three days. You win if you walk five days, but and you have that like buffer. So even if you walk four days, that's still a win. Um, so I think that like little high low thing has really worked for me. And choosing like one or two goals, you have to track. Goals require tracking, and that's like what I find so such a turn off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love being tracked. Like I go to go to my apps. Like I want to know how many steps I took. I love tracking. What you said, Tara, about that's how you know you're successful. I guess that that leads into a conversation about success, right? Because right. yeah, totally. Goals, what are goals if not related to success? And what does that relationship look like? Right. Yeah, no, goals have layers. This all has, this has so many layers. <laughs> yeah. But how do you live in the moment? Because really, that's all we have. Is it's now. all we have, ladies. Yep. Mm -hmm. How do we live in the now and live in the moment and hold space for? future Kimmy, future Tara, future Erica? It's really hard. That's the, the magic question. I think that yes. is literally what we're all seeking. I think it's just figuring out what that personally means, looks like, feels like to each of us as individuals and going back to really becoming self-aware and understanding who you are at your core. It's very unique to the individual, I truly feel. Like this podcast was a goal, right? 
or at least for me it was. And it's been many goals, micro goals, a big part of your life as well, right? We have goals. We move towards them. We are, we want this work to be meaningful, to be impactful, to be successful, to be good, all of those things. But none of the magic, the meaning, like the relationship that the three of us have, that is all the, the process, the doing, the being, the connecting, right? you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's like actually as we're working towards these goals is where all of the good is, the goodness is. Am I even making sense? Yeah, no, I yeah. think what you're saying is <laughs> – you're totally making sense. I think what you're saying is that, you know, you always had a goal of having this, but you realize that it also kind of takes on a life of its own and that it's ultimately uh, a shared vision. And what I also appreciate about you and your goal – of this podcast is that you let it breathe. It's like a living, breathing organism and it always changes and there's room and space for newness to come into it, which I think is important when you have goals. I think we can't get too attached to the outcome and it being exactly what we, you know, imagine it to be because Life happens, things change, new people come in, new people, you know, some people leave and sometimes you just can't predict how delightful it can be when we just let go of our attachment to an outcome. Like I'm currently in Chattanooga, Tennessee, working on a fixer upper that I bought with my husband and I had a goal, which is a goal. I had a goal of re doing this house and then renting out the basement and turning it into an income producing property. And I thought it was, I truly thought we were going to be done in six months. You guys like I was, it was going to be first. It was three months. It was like, Oh yeah, three months in and out. And then six months went by and it's like not happening. And but we're we're working towards it and we're doing the best we can. And I think and things are happening and it is moving forward. And it'll probably, when all is said and done, be a year from start to finish. And so I guess that speaks to the way that I personally relate with goals, which is okay, I have this, I have this ultimate goal that I want. And I'm just going to work on it a little bit every day. Like, I'm just going to do something every day to to get there. And if I, if like, it's a beautiful day and we want to go on a hike and not work on the house, that's okay too. I just, I just want to leave space to not do things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's totally fair. That's totally fair. And it's still a goal. You just, you know leave space for, for life. And like Mm -hmm. you said, like we get so focused, so laser focused sometimes on the goal and hitting the goal that we forget as time goes by, as we get closer to the goal, we're also evolving and changing and life is happening. And we ourselves will not be the same person from the time we set the goal 
to the time we meet the goal because we're constantly growing and changing. That's so true. Life is happening. So you have to give space to that. And we get attached to expectations. So I think having a goal without an expectation at the end of how you're going to feel, how it's going to look. It's just like, if you reach that goal, then that's cool. Like you did it, you reached it. I think it's also for me, like taking stock of what is good and right and real. And I keep going back to this idea of waiting for a future state, right? And Tara, you and I had this conversation. I listened to this podcast about gaps and and gains, and we're so often focused on the gaps. Like I, you know, can right. get into a headspace where I'm like, we need to have, you know, a million listeners a week. And that that somehow there we will have arrived at a destination where I will feel fulfilled and our team will have been successful. So this gap versus all that has been gained from this initial, like starting from just an idea, something that didn't exist in the world, this podcast, the relationship between the three of us, all the hundreds of people we have met and connect, like all of those gains of friendships, of story, of information, of inspiration. So I don't want to give up on having big dreams, but I don't want to be so dogged, driven, focused on some big, you know, firework outcome. And that's where all of it lives because the things that happen in the process of working towards a dream um, just deserve to be seen and celebrated. And so it's like focusing on all of the incremental gains versus the gap between where you are and where you think you should be to ultimately be successful. Yes. Yes. We, so my husband, Oni and I, we kind of laugh about this a lot because I think there's a flip side. There's this whole culture out there. The people who listen religiously to the Jockos of the world and the Andrew Hubermans of the world. And, you know, they're like, when I wake up in the morning, I, you know, I get seven minutes of sunlight. I open my eyes and then I, it's like super, you know, Jocko's like, it's hard for you to get up Who's at 4 a.m. Oh my gosh. You don't know who this guy is? No. This, I okay. Mean, I He's like, Huberman is. I listen to him. He's a former Navy SEAL and he turned like, you know, coach and there's so many coaches. There's so many coaches, but people follow him like crazy, especially, I mean, it's men, especially, although they do have women followers as well. And he'll be like, you're tired today. Good. You know, (laughs) it's hard. You don't want to get up. Good. You know, it's like this, this feeling of like, do it anyway, is the, is the. That's such a good impression. (laughs) Well, because it's like an inside joke around my house. I'll be like, I don't want to do the dishes. And Oni will be like, good. You know. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. Um, 
So there's this real, which I just see as like a more masculine approach to goals, that like rigidity, that like I'm going to, you know, that Navy SEAL mentality. And all of us are like, it's okay if you don't feel it today. Like just, yeah. you know, give yourself permission. And I don't know which there's got to be a, there's got to be a balance, I guess. Yeah, and it's totally. probably different. Yeah, it's different for different people and your personality. I feel like Erica's broken up with goals. Are you? Are you- I do. I do feel that way. I'm very like <laughs> anti-goal. I think. I think I am. I'm. I'm not ashamed to say it. Tara, let's put on her calendar a goal setting meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and gosh! Gonna, and we're going to say everyone has to come with one personal goal. One goal for the podcast. <laughs> and Erica's going to start. Oh, my God. If you were that kind of boss, can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine, no. But I think, Erica, I think your house is a really cool analogy because you left this, like, crazy city, L.A., that I still live in, and I love, but it's crazy, and you moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee with this G-O-A-L of <laughs> <laughs> this house. And I just – I feel like you've learned so much about yourself, about our country, about like a whole new way of living there. So yeah, maybe it's just a language thing because I do think like the – pursuit of that, the pursuit of this podcast, like all of it has created really like rich, meaningful things in our lives, right? Yes. And I mean, I could write a whole book about how this experience has changed me. And there are a lot of G-O-A-L-S that were involved. <laughs> but I guess it for me, it was really getting in touch with and going back to kind of what you were saying, Tara, it was really get in touch with like, what do I desire out mm-hmm. of my, like, what do I want my life to feel like? What do I want my life to look like? How do I want to move through the world? How do I want to be in relationship with others? So I guess I'm moving from my values rather than I guess that's what it is. I'm leading with my values rather than leading with goals. Yeah. Which I think is amazing and so relatable. Um, I do feel like the three of us are pretty, I feel like similar in that way. Maybe that's why our team works so well together and is so amazing. Um, (laughs) But correct me if I'm wrong. What I'm hearing both of you say is, this is going to sound very chuggy of me, but the joy is in the journey, right? The journey of the goal, the journey of getting there. And it's not attached to a number or an outcome or a thing you accomplished. It's being able to look back and be like, I did that. And the path getting there was mother effing awesome. Yeah. I was changed because of it. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I want to know what our listeners think about goals. Don't you? I want to know what you guys think. What? Do, yeah. Well, what is this conversation bringing up for you? And what are your feelings about goals? 
Erica has given you the freedom to completely abandon ever having goals again <laughs> in your life. Yes, I have. <laughs> And if you're Kimmy, you uh, are going to start tracking everything you do (laughs) so that you can give yourself a gold star at the end of the day. Yes. I should talk Mm -hmm. to the therapist about this, revisit some of this stuff probably. Um, But anyhow, you can please DM us on Instagram. Are you following us on Instagram? We're at All The Wiser Podcast. You can also reach out to us at hello at allthewiserpodcast.com. And we also have a Facebook community. Did you know that? It's All The Wiser Community. And you can share with us there. I'm going to actually pop in there and ask a question about goals after this airs because I would love to know what you guys think. Well, thank you guys. This was a really interesting conversation. I I really appreciate hearing your perspective on goals. I do too. And thank you for coming up with the idea to have this conversation. Um, I think it's, it's, it's made me think. So thank you. Absolutely. Okay. ladies. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.